Welcome to the Bars FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Petrodollars and the World at War. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And today is Tuesday, March 15th in the year 2022. And the world is continuing to spiral down. You know, it reminds me of that. I don't know if you ever saw that in the 70s. They had a little man and he was, he was, I don't know, it was like Mr. Clean bathroom toilet cleaner. And there was a little man in a white tidy bowl, tidy Tidy bowl. It was tidy bowl. It was tidy bowl. Tidy bowl man, <laughs> and he kept he kept going around and around in his little boat. Well, you know what the funny thing is is uh, Saturday Night Live did a great special where somebody actually flushed him one time and he went down. Ah, he went down the little toilet. That's kind of where we're at right now. We're all sitting on the little boat and it's going around and around. And tidy bowl man and we're sitting there going, "Okay, Captain, how's it going?" And they're like, "Hang on a minute, we're gonna flush the toilet." Like. <laughs> This is going to be a fun ride. So there we have it. All right. Before we begin tonight, of course, you know, I'm going to talk about my pillow, mypillow.com forward slash bards, because you want a good night's sleep. You want to get all sorts of great sleep in this time of the craziness of the world, because if you don't have good sleep, you don't have strong health. So you've got two products you got to think about or two topics. One is you got to think about sleep. So you got to go to mypillow.com forward slash bards. Use your promo code bards, B-A-R-D-S. And why are you going to do that? Because you're going to use it to get all sorts of great products. It's going to support a great company. This fights for liberty led by a CEO. This is one of the great CEOs of our time, Mike Lindell. <gasps> and he's got Christ in his heart. All good things. And your promo code bards has it all for you. You get all sorts of great discounts. So you're going to get your pillows, your sheets, your comforter, your mattress. You're going to get sleepy stuff like your like like all your sleepwear. All big sales, 50% off, 60% off. It's all over the place. Let's go check it out, man. Awesome. And then you get a free copy of Mike Lindell's book as well. So there you go. So you go to MyPillow.com, and you can stay there if you want, or you could go to the special page for the Bards Nation because we have our own special page, and you could go MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code BARDS and get savings all over the My Store site, the FrankSpeech.com site, and the My Pillow site, and get a free copy of Mike Lindell's book when you use the promo code. Can't beat it. And if you buy like three different days in a row, you'll get three books, and you've got two, gift, two Christmas presents ready to go next year that you'll give to your most special and loving liberal in your friend or family circle. That's what you want to do. So anyway, MyPillow.com forward slash BARDS. BARDS is your promo code. Check it out. Also, speaking of health, Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. That is the home of the Bard's Coffee. And it's awesome. And why do we have all these products? Because they're all built around building your health and immune system up to give you back your health sovereignty. So you have the Expedition Coffee, which is the foundation product, which you find at X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. And that's kind of your base product that gives you that energy and that boost of energy all day long, clear focus, all those awesome things you need as a warrior in this day. And then you've got those other products that are on the site, all geared to building up your immune system, which include, we could probably almost recite after me at this point, gut health triad, which helps heal and seal your gut, because gut health is a critical thing. Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract. And then we have earth, which is a full body nutrient. It's a powder, mix it in water, drink it like a shake. And of course, Pure 47. Pure 47 is the most refined silver extract on the market. And it will, it is something you need to have in your, in your medical cabinet. And it's what helps isolate pathogens and keep you healthy and strong. So check it out. Expedition, XPD, expeditioncoffee.com. There you go. And we're off to the races. All of us with strong immune systems. And hopefully no injections, so you're not shedding. That'd be good. All right, so this is crazy time. I mean, if you haven't figured this one out, crazy time. But I want to highlight something 
this I should get like I should be getting like a dinger award tonight or something like ding 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 bards called it and I did so I'm gonna let Steve Bannon introduce you to what I called last night what did I talk about last night the death of the dollar and what did I say was gonna is happening that the dollar is losing its reserve currency status well, guess what happened today? Headline, petrodollar cracks. Saudi Arabia considers accepting the yuan for Chinese oil sales. This is huge. Everything we've been talking about, about the slide of the dollar, is now happening. I'll let you listen two minutes and 40 seconds to Steve Bannon and his guest. Here we go. Just happened as we went to commercial break. Wall Street Journal news exclusive Middle East uh, from uh, Summer Saeed and Steve Kalin in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Headline, Saudi Arabia considers accepting yuan instead of dollars for Chinese oil sales. That would be the Chinese currency. Right. Talks between Riyadh and Beijing have accelerated as the Saudi unhappiness grows with Washington. These guys, these guys owe their existence to the United States of America. Right. Do they not, Steve Cortez? They certainly do, but guess what? We're not gonna get uh, gratitude because they are gangsters, the, the royal family that controls Saudi Arabia in Riyadh. Uh, and by the way, this is a gangster move from a group of gangsters because we dared the world to get off of the dollar. We dared them how? By declaring war on Russia and specifically on the Russian people and weaponizing money. We are at war right now with Russia. We are not shooting yet, and I hope it doesn't come to that. And if we cool down, it won't come to that. But we are at full-scale economic war with the people of Russia. We are actively collapsing their currency using the dollar as a weapon. But there's great risk to that. We dare the world to consider alternatives, to get off the dollar. And guess what? Right now, MBS in Saudi Arabia, in a gangster move, sees that King Dollar is wobbly, and it looks like he's going to deliver a right cross knockout blow to the dollar. Here's why this matters to Americans way beyond foreign policy. Here's why it matters to your everyday life. If you've never left the United States of America, if you don't care about other currencies, King Dollar is what has allowed the United States to finance what are nightmarish levels of deficits. We've effectively gotten away with it because of the global thirst for dollars, because all transactions, whether it's an oil transaction between Saudi Arabia and China or an arms deal, whatever it is, all major transactions in the world occur in dollars. And the thirst for dollars means that there was an appetite for our outrageous amounts of debt. If that appetite starts to wane and eventually goes away, and it very well could, this country quickly becomes Argentina. We quickly uh, enter a death spiral of debt. And don't think it can't happen here because Argentina was once a century ago a very wealthy, very advanced country on par, if not exceeding the United States in its prosperity. So it seems unthinkable. But it can happen after a after a century of dollar primacy in global capital markets. Joe Biden, in just over a year in office, is already dethroning King Dollar. Arguably, it was already starting thanks to thirty trillion dollars in debt spending. And like I talked about last night, this is no small thing because we've held the world hostage and enslaved to us. Thanks to our overspending. And to be honest with you, this, the entire concept, like if you're, if you're one of those that's inclined towards progressive politics, you're having going to have a bad day soon, like really bad because all that welfare UBI nonsense. Well, I got bad news for you. It ain't happening. It's not going to happen at all. So here's, here's the deal. We have created a debt society which has allowed us to do things like have a social security system that they raped and pillaged as our leadership and then create more debt to keep it going. Having all sorts of welfare programs, which have sustained all sorts of inner city problems and across this nation, all of these systems have been created on a debt based society where we didn't have to pay our dues. Bad news is, we're going to pay our dues and it's coming. And I keep saying this. And so my nightly message until you're sick of hearing it, make sure you are getting prepped up to sustain yourself with basics in food. And if you have medicines and so forth, but you need food wise, at least six months, preferably a year of basics underneath you. 
This is no joke. You need at least three months of water underneath you. These are, this is serious. And, you know, take, a, take a, just a quick spin on the Internet and just look at basic prepping s- suggestions and walk through it and do that. You can, I s- said this many times, you can live off of rice and beans and, if you, and grow something. So grow some parsley because it's good for you if that's all you can do. If you did that, you'll survive okay. You won't necessarily want, ever want rice and beans again, but that's okay. You can endure it. And then get prepped, get some basic stuff. It doesn't have to cost you a fortune, but you do need to take this seriously. I am not kidding. There is no easy way through this, which brings me to this next little piece from a report from Walmart in D.C. Listen to this. Okay, I came to uh, Walmart over here in Washington, D.C., and I was thinking I was going to get myself a quick sandwich or a quick bite to eat. And not only is the deli closed, there's absolutely nothing here. And now in the deli section, over here, there ain't anything here either. I mean, it is literally sold out or something went wrong or bad or something. I have no idea. But that's interesting. I haven't experienced this yet. So it's a whole new experience for me here at the Walmart in Washington, D.C. There you have it. Empty shelves. Empty shelves at the Walmart in D.C. in the whole deli section. His video is unbelievable. I mean, we're talking everything gone, nothing in there. This is going to get to be more frequent, and it's going to ebb and flow. So you're not going to see it clearly. You just have to start looking for the signs. You're going to get something will run out of shelves here, and then they'll. it'll be hard to see it first because they're going to start spreading product around on shelves. They don't want consumers to start panicking. And, and this is it's just happening now. It's not like it's new. Now, the other part of, of getting yourself prepared now is the whole prem, premise of the petrodollar sliding. Once the petrodollar starts its slide, and this is we're within weeks of this starting a pretty significant downturn. It's already bad. Depending on who you're reading on inflation right now, it's running anywhere from 7.2 to 10% right now. When you add to that, so you've got inflation, which is running prices up. You add to that the decreasing power of the dollar, which is almost invisible to you. That's a double hit. Your buying power is dropping when you add the cost of gas. By the way, inflation is not including gas and food costs. It's a complete joke. So the inflation is probably closer right now to 20 to 30%. I'm not exaggerating. We are seeing massive increases in cost. And so it is essential that right now, while stocks are still the same. Where, where the big shifts happen is when they have to do restock. Food is where it starts to show up first. And as the supplies are tightening up, it's happening. It's when you're going to start seeing the bumps in costs. If you can get, if you need fixed hard, like hardline products, things that are made physical items, now's a good time to buy them. There's still good sales going on. There's things like that. But as they resupply, those costs will jump. So it's really important right now to get yourself set up as best you can for what you have. And Patriots, as a community in Bards Nation, we need to prep to be prepared to help others in the fellowship of Christ. It's just that simple. So if you can afford to get more than you need, please do. It's going to be important. Also, seeds. Even if you don't have a full garden, get seeds. It's important. Now, I want to read this headline to you because another big indicator, while we're sitting over here complaining about the cost of gas going up to four and a half or nine dollars if you're in Southern California, and we still have pretty much shelves that are full, but we're starting to complain about the cost of food, there's something going on over in Yemen that no one's paying attention to, and that is the world's worst humanitarian crisis around is happening in Yemen, in Yemen, so the UN, United Nations um, World Food Program and the integrated phase class is uh, just released what they call the integrated fa- uh, phase classification, excuse me, analysis of Yemen, which lays primary blame on the food crisis on the ongoing conflict. There's concern is that 31,000 people in that country are currently facing extreme hunger levels what it classifies as phase five catastrophe. And with that figure is projected to rise to 161,000 over the second half of the year. The report also categorized 17.4 million people in Yemen at 
at least phase three serious acute malnutrition stage and in need of assistance. Numbers is expected to increase to a record 19 million starting in June. 19 million people in Yemen expected to hit malnourished state by June. I'm putting all this in context because the whole world is facing shortages right now. And this is very complex. None of this is simple. We are looking at this generally from a fairly simple optic at this point in time, basically like Putin is fighting the deep state. And it should bother everybody, seriously. It should disturb people deeply as to the power that this integrated global cabal has. Now, this is important to understand because Literally, the the problem that we're having is visualizing, like I said, just how significant this fight is. I'm going to pull up a piece here. Just give me just a second because it's um, this piece is really good. It's by Laura Logan. She came up today to talk about the whole integration of what we are facing, and it, it's it's impressive. She does a nice laydown of this, but this whole thing that we're dealing with. Is crazy. So this is three minutes and 49 seconds. I want you to hear this from Laura Logan. She does a nice job of mapping out all that we're dealing with and pay a particular attention in her piece about President Putin. Is that we have such a selective and a narrow reading of history. You know, President Zelensky may be Jewish, but he's not the only one in this who suffered during the Second World War, whose ancestors suffered, right? I mean, look at Putin. How many relatives did he lose in the siege of St. Petersburg? People don't know their history. They don't know what made Vladimir Putin. And I'm not a defend, you know, I'm not defending him. I don't need to defend Vladimir Putin. My job as a journalist is to try to understand what is the truth here. I don't like being lied to. And we're being mm. lied to on an epic scale. When we're told your only choices, you have to be 100% with Zelensky, who's a puppet, who you can find on the internet in black stilettos and leather pants, you know, with shirtless, doing a spoof, dancing with the stars kind of entertainment video. That's a mock of a Ukrainian group that does this kind of satanic occult type of uh, music video. And I mean, Zelensky was selected, like so many of our leaders. And honestly, with, with big tech and with election fraud these days, we don't know how many leaders all around the world have been yeah. selected for us and weren't actually voted in. But what we do know is that there are increasing problems with technology and the digitization of our world. Because look at what's happening with COVID. Look at what has happened globally. We are fighting the same battles all over the world. To pretend that this war is about Russia and Ukraine is a just a barefaced lie. Yeah. If Putin has been warning for 15 years that he is not going to stand by while the globalists take over the world, build bioweapons facilities and whatever else they're doing in Ukraine, Ukrainian yeah. oligarchs. Ukraine has been a center of money laundering for you know many of the leaders in this country for how long? Billions of U.S. dollars have been laundered through Ukraine, and we say nothing about it. These are our tax dollars. I mean, before the impeachment trial, had you ever heard of anyone in the United States, I mean, us bringing in foreign governments to the White House for anti-corruption right. training. I mean, does nobody question these things? Why do we not question them? We have an well, idiot uh, like Lieutenant Colonel Vindman hmm. who goes at the impeachment trial and sits there as a lieutenant colonel. He didn't even make colonel. And he's telling the president of the United States what his policy should be. You have a traitor in the form of Maria Yovanovitch, who was Obama's ambassador, who's telling Ukrainian mm -hmm. government officials, don't listen to the will of the American people. Don't listen to well, the election results. We are the true leaders of America. I mean, and then people object when the woman isn't even fired. She's given a cushy job for life at Georgetown University at the expense of the U.S. taxpayer. And we're told that the president of the United States cannot say to his foreign counterparts, you know, that we want yeah. you to look into something. But Joe Biden, he can it. withhold as much aid as he wants to. I mean, right. there's so much hypocrisy and dishonesty here, and Ukraine is well, at the center of it all. Go back to Russia collusion. Go to Alexandra Trilupa. Go to Eric Caramella, the, the whistleblower who went to work for Adam Schiff, who wasn't really a whistleblower, right. and all those corrupt people in the deep state. And you know what? The deep state isn't a theory. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's an actual deep state. Look up the SES, the Senior Executive Service, because when that bureaucracy was ushered into law in the United States right. of America, 
that's when we got a bunch of unelected bureaucrats well, pulling the strings behind the scenes. And these are Laura, the people that keep lying to us. Those are the people that are keep lying to us. And Laura Logan was dropping truth bombs left and right. I can imagine all the people are listening to her today going, oh, my brain feels like it's going to explode, as it should. This is a level of corruption that we just really have, most people can't get their head around. And so what you're seeing here, and the reason I bring, uh, I want to get this all in context is there's a lot of predictability in this fight if you look at it from the position of move, counter move. And it's very easy to kind of paint this up as something that's engineered for things. You hear this concept of like engineered food shortages. Let me kind of lay out a, a, a little different variation on that just to kind of put this in the level of context, at least the way I see it. We are dealing with a war at this point between two elite factions. I've mentioned this before. We have an Illuminati extremist faction that wants to use technology and all of its methods within that to completely transform humans into a transhuman state and to never again have to deal with the independent of independent thought of humans. There is a second group, which would include President Trump, Putin, and President Xi, that is fighting, and for the most part, fighting for the good of humanity, but there's a they're also embracing those technologies, but to make those technologies good. This is where a lot of the problem, in my opinion, occurs because we're dealing in a system right now that is bigger than we can manage. So when you have a deep state that's come up with a plan on how to move humanity from where it is into complete transformation into transhumanism, that plan is based on a certain pace and timing. When you look at the other side of, the, of this moderate elite, that's waging war against them, they're disrupting that timing, but the ripple effect is massive. When we start to look at the supply chain system, the logistics and supply chain system that we have is so massive that people literally can't map it out. They need computers to map it out. When you start looking at the financial training systems, one of the reasons they have stops that they can manually throw in stops on trading is because the algorithms and the AIs run ahead of the people, and they're trading faster than people can keep up. So essentially, there are elements where the computer systems are running the systems, and humanity is lagging behind. So from the mentality of these people, the idea of integration of humanity into computers is a natural progression because they don't want to change the system. They want to accelerate the way that we do things. And so the what we would call the flash to bang, that moment when you have initiation to when you hear the bang is compressed so much that humans can't keep up with this very system that they've created. So part of this is there's a disruption happening and we're and these shortages are evolving out of this. Some of it is by design, but the measure of what it's happening, I would argue, is far more extreme than may have been planned. Now add to this some things like this. Russia goes into Ukraine. There is no option in my point, in my opinion, because what was about to happen, as we talked about last night, was genomic, genomic, genomic weapon systems that were being developed, which were biological uh, organisms, weapon systems, designed to target specific ethnic groups by genetics. That same type of weapon system was injected into people here in the United States. That's ultimately what the VAX is in certain ways. Genomic weapon systems were being developed in Ukraine to be deployed by the deep state against Russia. That's what the, what the evidence is pointing to right now. So there is no question that at a certain point, Putin had to make an incursion into Ukraine. And he's disrupted a major center of operations, for the major center of operations for the entire deep state. He's destabilized it. So the deep state's response is predictable. And what it is is it's retracting all what it uses as tools the most, the one tool it has, it doesn't have as much military force as it has economic and, inf and informational force. So it's using all of its tools of information to spin up a lie of a war, which is completely fabricated. And this lie of the war that's being fabricated is, is all being done with their tools of information, their production teams that are all over the world, their, their bot houses, where you're having people sit with 10 or 20 different 
smartphones or smart devices ahead of them and putting out all this garbage. I mean, it's literally an information war on the people. And so it's more of a war of perception than of real, real issues. And so as we move forward, we're trying to move people to this level of fear and panic that there's going to be a war so that they will listen to the inobedience to what the deep state wants. It's dividing people's minds and loyalties and consciousness. The threat of nuclear war is always there, but it's not to the extreme that they're telling you. But here's some. But this is what happens. When this happens and there's all this disruption and people start focusing on the war, they cease to focus on everything else. The deep state's trying to crush and is waging war against the people of Russia. Now think about that for a minute and think about how much, that's, how much power they have to literally wage war against an entire population. But here's some other factors that are in play that all of this gets very complicated when we look at the simplicity of, say, like the Q model, where you've got Xi, Trump, and Putin fighting against the deep state. It's far more complex than that. So here's an example. Oil that Russia is now being, it's being boycotted in the West primarily runs from Russia's permafrost region down into the West, and there's a limited number of pipelines that run into China. So we say, well, China can start buying oil from Russia. It's not that simple because they can't transport it through the pipelines at the volume China needs. So the pipelines that are going to Europe have been stopped. For many of these pipelines, that creates a back pressure from downstream back up to the upstream location. These wells that have been developed in northern Russia have been developed in part by the technologies that the U.S. companies have provided to allow Russia to expand its oil fields up there. And those companies are pulling out of Russia. So the effect is that those wells are ultimately, if they don't get a flow out of those wells, they're going to have to cap them and shut them down. But they can't even get the oil on board ships because insurance companies aren't allowing the ships to be insured. And the dock workers around the world are boycotting, which is unions, which is communist again, are boycotting the offloading of those ships. So Russia can't get even the fuel easily down over to China if it's having to ship it out of sea. So they're going to end up capping many of these wells. Well, here's, the, here's what happens. You cap those wells in, that, in those cold regions, you aren't going to get those wells opened right away. In fact, it could take five or ten years to re-drill and set those wells back up. The ripple effect here is phenomenal. And while it's easy to paint the picture and say, well, the deep state's doing all of this to cause this or that, arguably, this is a ripple effect of a point-counterpoint. It's predictable that the deep state would react the way it did to Russia, but the system is so complex that the ripple effects that are happening are massive on a human scale. We're seeing Europe lose 70% of its corn because of, of Ukraine. That was engineered by Zelensky's cronies that have decided not to give out to take the money from the farmers and not to give them seed. So you start to see how this is happening. So we see little indicators popping up like a continued and massive humanitarian crisis happening in Yemen. That crisis is coming here because now as they reacted and they challenged the world, Saudis have said, screw you. I'm going to start taking you on to start taking Instead, and for, for oil instead of only dollars. So the dollar now is going to start to slide. The confidence of the dollar was always based on our integrity, so to speak, the, cons the consistency of the dollar. But that's now sliding. That means our costs will start skyrocketing, which means everything starts to get more expensive, including the raw materials to grow food. And then you have the problem of fertilizer. This is the neat little trick on this because without fertilizer in our country, you're not going to grow anything because our soils are dead. And here's a neat little thing that I came across today. There actually is a carbon problem in the, in the world, a CO2 problem, sorry, a CO2 problem, but it's not from the source. It's not from the source of vehicles. It's from the dead soil that's out here that we've been trying to grow on using all this fertilizer, but they don't want to tell you that. We are in a crisis in this world that is bigger than anything we can imagine. And it's a crisis so big that they don't want you to look at it. And they're willing to sacrifice humanity on this playboard of power that they're playing. The only way we are going to get through this is us coming together. Here's the part of this. It's the big piece. As you look at all these pieces coming together on the board, the most amazing part about this is this is literally God's plan, and this is literally God fighting Satan.
Satan has his plan. It's to work humanity to become a binary digital world that he can control. Except that it's not working on plan because things got disrupted and things are going too fast and the digital system is falling apart. And the only way we're going to get through this in the end is for all of us to start returning to where we need to be, which is at the foot of God to guide us through this. And that's an absolute truth where we're going here. If you're an agnostic, you don't agree, sorry, better get on board the ship. It's getting real, real quick. I want you to hear this little piece here as we start to witness the awakening and how it's rippling through. A couple F-bombs in this piece, so just be careful if you have sensitive ears. This is Joe Rogan, two minutes, 10 seconds. And it's when you listen to it, for me, I was like, wow, that's kind of fundamental, except it's significant coming from Rogan. There is a wake-up that is happening now with the ripple effect of all of this stuff. One of the things that, that really alerted me to how crazy the censorship shit was, was Brett Weinstein had a, a group that he put together called Unity 2020. And the idea was to bring people that were from the left that were really reasonable and from the right that were really reasonable that weren't captured by corporate greed and to have them as an alternative candidate like instead of saying like you have to be a republican or you have to be a democrat let's like get reasonable left-wing and right-wing people that can agree on a lot of stuff and have them work together and maybe you have a candidate that's what like a vice president and a president totally. one's right wing one yeah like it'd be a great way to sort of like come together in the middle twitter banned the account Twitter banned an alternative account like the and there was nothing unreasonable about what they were saying. It was all just conversations with people that are brilliant that happen to be left wing and brilliant that happen to be right wing. Let's get them together and see if we could lead this country in a better direction than having this polarization of right versus left where people get super tribal about it. Like this would be a great way to meet in the middle. And Twitter was like, fuck you. And they banned the account. They, they had such good intentions. They yes. still do. But the, and, and, the idea that you can get banned for trying to come up with another political party, are you saying that unity? this, this system is infallible? This right versus left system of blue and red is infallible? That's so crazy. We, we are here because someone didn't like what was going on in Europe in the 1700s, and they took a chance on starting a new system, a system of self-government that was a complete experiment, and it had never been done before in the world, and that created the United States. And the idea that you, the fucking tech dorks, are going to step in and say, no, this is dangerous thinking. Yeah. They, oh, the battle-tested First Amendment, hundreds of yeah. years of precedent, legal precedent. We, like, talk about a good content policy, the First Amendment. But I mean, it doesn't apply. They say it doesn't apply because this is a private company. They think that their lawyers are better at drafting healthy conversation than the First Amendment. And that's just not, that's not true. It's not true, except that it's the reality in which the progressives have brought into reality. The progressives are squeezing this because of a group of people, and it's going to get tighter. So be prepared for this. And in my opinion, a lot of it's happening because they are not wanting to face the reality of where they are. This is a critical time right now. And I'm going to play this piece I played yesterday, which is very relevant here, which is the willingness to change. Keep this in mind that we are dealing with a group of people that don't want to change, yet the world is being forced to change. Take a listen to this. You're going to notice that it's getting increasingly difficult to connect with certain people in your life. It's always been that way. It's just that things are getting realer now. What do I mean by this? Well, a lot of people around you are still holding on to a version of reality that is dying. It was a reality that was built on ego and on fear and limitations. And a lot of those people are refusing to change. They're refusing to step into the unknown. They're afraid to release their control. In their control, they also hold on to a version of you that hasn't existed for several years. So they keep trying to build a relationship with something that isn't there with a person that isn't there you're here now and you want to build from this place but if they're refusing to change then they're not even going to see you so there's nothing you can really do if there's not a willingness on their part to change other than prayer that's right and there is a need always to pray for those but there is the only thing that will really wake them up is when the realities come and they hit home and right now, all of this is crushing down. There are so many vectors on what is happening that it's unprecedented in our time. 
And the media is increasingly getting squeezed to keep a narrative going that will keep people in fear. What is happening on the bigger picture, and this again, as I've kind of sat back and looked at this, this is where I think that the ultimate shift and change will happen. And I'm not big on forecasting futures, but I say this in the context of why we have to be so persistent and forward-leaning in preparing and in also acquiring the basic skills. One of the biggest challenges that we currently face in this world is trust. And trust in government is at its bottom. I don't, they try to say it's at an all-time low. It's not at an all-time low, and it doesn't exist. And that's not just here, that's globally. And now we're seeing one of the greatest trusted institutions of finance, which is the dollar, having the rug yanked out from underneath it. The irony is that there's not another currency in the world that will replace the dollar. Nothing has substance, nothing has integrity. And even though the dollar is based on a corrupt debt system, the dollar nonetheless carries confidence by what it is. We're shifting into a multipolar world. That is that there's no monopolar or unipolar world like we are right now, where the United States controls everything through a dollar that everybody trades on and it's equal. This is literally the fall of Babylon. And in the fall of Babylon, things are going to break up. And with it's going to go an extreme amount of confidence and trust in systems that were there. But the biggest thing that's come about all of this is people's trust in government. So what happens? Ultimately, and this is where I think we're going to end up seeing things go, is you're not only going to see the World Economic Forum-led Nazi world order collapse, but with it comes the entire system that we're dealing with. It isn't going to be a replacement with MAGA. It's going to be something that has to be completely organically redone, and it has to come from the bottom because you can't correct this system. This system is rotten to its very core. You're dealing with trafficking of kids. You're dealing with trafficking of children's body parts. You're dealing with theft. You're dealing with embezzlement. You're dealing with blackmail. You're dealing with the most vicious of crimes. And I think one of the greatest ironies of all of this is most of it is hubbing out of Ukraine. Consider this. that I mean, this is something that was sent to me last night, and I think it pretty much sums it up. Kazaria is their nationality, which is now known as the Ukraine. Zionism is their political ideology. Communism is their rule of law. Satanism is their religion. They are a disease and they are everywhere. Think about that. This is what we are dealing with. And they're using all of the various constructs to keep invisible and keep behind the scenes. You're not going to get to where we are in truth until we just see the entire thing shredded, all the illusions taken down, and we settle down into truth and start facing one another. That means ultimately, I believe, nation states and governments around the world are going to implode. That's why I say ultimately you can't even deny that this is God's plan because all things have to be shredded for us to get to the truth and understand of who we are. I want you to hear this piece, a really good perspective on the war that we are currently in. So I feel like we've been programmed to think that if we are in a war, we'll be seeing mass destruction and chaos happening all around us. But I think that we surpassed the time where guns and missiles and violent weapons are the best form of warfare. There are many different types of warfare that would be a much better fit for the time that we're living in right now, and we are currently in an age of information. So, hypothetically, if we were to be in World War III, it would be a war on information. People wouldn't be dying left and right because the people in power wouldn't resort to that since we are their main source of money and power. It would be a silent war, a war on consciousness where people can be enslaved mentally. And a lot of people wouldn't even realize it because they are fully engulfed in this intricately planned out illusion full of distraction and lies, where they are being killed slowly with biological warfare, putting food and medicine in their body that's actually just poison and dumbing them down. And they are so caught up in distractions in this constant state of fear and worry that they don't even realize they're fighting a battle that they have to wake up in order to win. And they do have to wake up. And that ultimately comes back to our fundamental responsibility. Our importance right now in this fight is to help people wake up. And that's incremental steps. Sometimes it's not bold steps. One of the most important things you can share with people right now is just to get them understanding that they need to prepare. They need to set aside even a month's worth of food would be great to have that, hopefully three and hopefully six and ideally a year. 
the more the people take that action, the more resilient they're going to be. And they don't have to have, like I keep saying, it doesn't have to be a, a five-star meal that you're setting aside. It needs to be fundamentals to survive on. People that are on medications should be getting three months in advance if they can get it. All of these things are going to are starting to shake. And as the dollar supremacy starts to fall, you're going to see the underpinnings of the society melt. It's not going to be easy. And it's going to be a very challenging time of head that ultimately what will carry us is our faith and strength through Christ and strength in the Father. That's our rock of faith. When we talk about the diversity within our culture, predominantly between those of faith and those that are walking in this space of agnostic and atheist beliefs, the greatest concern we have is not them to us, but them on them. So hear what I'm saying. We're in a very good place right now that is frustrated as we get, we have a strong belief in God. We have a, a, we walk boldly with Christ in that presence of agape love. And we understand that God will be with us and that there will be difficult times. We will be persecuted. We accept those as premises, which what is one of the reasons that Christians are always persecuted by this Luciferian state. But those on the other side don't have that foundation or that rock. So as the underpinnings of society start to unravel, they're going to start becoming more ravenous and more angry. We've seen that already. Now add to that the layers and layers of truth. The dam of lies has now cracked, and behind it is the whole water and the massive swelling of water behind it that represents truth. And it's already coming down the canyon. You can't stop it. It's coming. The dam is still kind of holding together, but it's not long before the dam completely breaks and the whole flood comes down. The people that are going to be receiving that have been living in a complete lie. They've been living without God, and they have no foundation in their life. You strip away the truths that they have, they are in free fall spiritually and emotionally. On top of it, they are an emotional people. They're not going to be lashing out at you and I. Well, perhaps some, but their anger is going to vector in on those that betrayed them, and it could be potentially very violent. These people are going to be unhinged. Now, some of that is a step back and let them do their job, but that's not really our duty as much as we can warn people and help people understand that we're there to help walk them through. That's one of the most important roles we have right now. People need to know where they can go to talk, to hear, and to be guided through. And we're going to listen to a lot of unraveling. But the biggest concern that we have as a society is that we are collectively as a nation, we are held accountable by God. How we act right now as people, as children of God, is going to be very important to how we are judged as a nation. Individually, great. But we're more than that. We're in the one body of Christ. So it's very important that we start working more and more to reach out and to let people know that they can come and talk to us. We don't want to see the mass of suicides. Remember, the steps of loss that we deal with when, you, when you're dealing with that, it begins with denial. And there's a lot of denial going on right now. Then it hits anger. And then it hits bargaining. So the two right there is denial, anger. There's your second one, anger. People get violent, potentially very angry. And then they start to bargain their way out not to have to face accountability. But what follows that is depression. And that's the vulnerable place. Because there, there's nothing to catch them from falling down. It's not something we wish in our nation not something we wish on our fellow Americans because ultimately we need to heal and healing is coming through brutal truth and truth is hard to take. But we're here in this time now because of this and because of that, we have a massive role to play. Never will so much be asked of so few by so many and that is the time in which we live. So buckle up, patriots. There's a lot ahead and our job is just beginning. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in this time of the coming flood of knowledge and truth, we know that there's going to be many whose lives are shattered, whose illusions will be shattered down, and they have to face the reality of the world they're actually living in. With that, Lord, comes accountability, it comes pain, it comes depression, it becomes anger, so many emotions. Lord, let us be that stable voice. Let us be that, that resonant 
position and place that we can take to help people guide, uh, guide through this dark time. Let us be that reminder that there's something greater to live for, that there's something beautiful and joyous to live with, and that's with our Savior Christ Jesus. And let that light shine within us that people can recognize it and seek it out to come to us to be consoled and to be shown the way that they can choose to find peace in their heart. Lord, this is going to be a difficult time for this nation as we shred back the many lies that have been put upon us to keep us divided and to keep our nation in the dark. We pray for mercy. We pray for mercy for our nation. We pray for mercy for our fellow Americans and mercy for the many nations and people across the world. Let the people have temperance for one another and grace. Let our governments be held accountable for the crimes in which they've committed and let justice reign and truth above all. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So much ahead. And we each have personal responsibilities to take on this for us to not be a liability, but to be a positive aspect to the change in what is coming. Take good time to prepare now, because once this thing starts, things start moving very fast, and they're moving very fast right now. They're only going to get faster. So patriots, it's a wonderful time to be alive and a challenging one. It's an honor at this point in time to be all of us working towards the betterment of humanity, and we will, and we will rise above this, but it's going to take all of us together, and it's going to take all of us to work together, to put aside many of our differences, to still hold that line with Christ, and to make sure that we're raising God up on the throne above this nation once again. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. Our prayers right now give us that strength and foundation on the rock of faith and we need that more than ever the storm is hitting and it's going to get more intense and we don't need houses built on sand god is with us he'll never forsake us and in the end god will win but we have a mission here in this time in this place for such a time as this occupy the land expand the kingdom mission forward patriots i'll see you tonight for fishers of men until then or until the next time God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal, but that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy 
the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 